I, I, I often say to people, the thing that attracts you may give you a heart attack. You know, this calm life requires effort. You to be to have a calm life, you need to be calm yourself. So the best advice that I was given was forget where you come from. That is there and this is here. And that was a really great thing that whenever I get frustrated or whenever I got frustrated, I would always be like, wait, well, hang on a second, who is the problem here? Is it the person on the other side of the table or on the other side of the counter? Or is it me and my expectations? Am I bringing my laundry from the country that I came from? Olá e bem-vindo. Welcome to the Simple Life, an insider's perspective into Portugal. We already know about Portugal's amazing weather, food and people. In this podcast we go deeper and meet the real people who make this country so wonderful. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective into what makes Portugal the unique, beautiful and amazing country that it is. Join him and his guests every week as they shed some light on the incredible people, culture, history and lifestyle that makes Portugal so appealing. A country where everyone feels like they belong. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life. On this week's episode, it's another edition of Portugal Property Talks, and I'm joined by the chairman of the Leisure Launch Group, David Patricio. In this week's episode, we discuss best practices when dealing with Portuguese professionals and communicating with Portuguese professionals and doing business in Portugal. Basically, just don't be an ass. For those of you listening, head over to our YouTube channel to watch some of this episode, and now over to my conversation with David. Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Portugal The Simple Life, and it's another edition of Portugal Property Talks. I'm joined once again by the chairman of the Leisure Launch Group, David Patricio. David, how are you? Welcome back. I'm good. It's good to be back, Dylan. And how are you? I'm very good. I'm looking forward to a, a, a nice break over the summer. Uh, summer in Portugal is amazing. What are you looking forward summer to? Summer is amazing. We we go, we have a home in the Algarve, so I, we just switch off. We go down there and we're there for pretty much just over a month. And I try and disconnect from everything possible and live the life that we offer people every day. I just. I just do nothing. I walk down to the village. I, everybody in the village knows me. I sit down at the coffee shop. They, they all know me. I don't need to ask. They really just bring it to the table. They know what I want. The restaurants, I know most people in the restaurants, fresh, fresh. I mean, how much better can you do than that? The, um, you guys have got, you guys got that, 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 that restaurant there where you literally eat on the pavement. On the sidewalk, yeah. The traffic, the traffic stops while the guy's carrying the fish back to the tables. It's, it's awesome. Uh, and just how people have the patience, guys. Nobody's in a rush driving their big four SUV. Stop, let the man pass with these sardines, uh, and then we'll carry on with our day. Amazing. I I love the festas. I love the festas. It's like the the traditional Portuguese festas where everyone gets around. They have those tashkinas, you know, where they sit yeah. under the big tent, all the tables. Everyone from the village is sitting together. Kids are running around. There's some music. There's food. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. 
it's an yeah i think if, i think if, i think if you as a foreigner if you don't visit these fastest you're losing a huge 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 part of the of the portuguese culture it's really amazing yeah 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 well now we're going to we are going to talk about it we're going to have an interesting episode more on a cultural side of things as well um, just to kind of put a build a background and and to put this all into perspective, you you're the chairman of the Leisure Launch Group. You oversee a team of people that deal with hundreds, if not thousands, of people from all over the world. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about we 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 we're still workshopping the title. Okay, we've yeah. come up with some very creative <laughs> names. It might come up at the end. The idea here is to talk about best practices that people need to implement or be aware of when they're dealing with professional Portuguese people when they're dealing with the buying process in Portugal, obviously we're going to do, talk about more from a property perspective. Yeah. Um, what people need to be aware of once they've bought their property and the, 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 the series of processes and things that happen after that, but more talking about the best practices, because what we found over years and years of doing this job, people come to Portugal for a particular reason. Normally that reason is a calmer life. You can shed a bit more light on that. Yeah. And then their expectations and the baggage that they bring with them doesn't match and align with the reason why they've come. Yeah. And this is where a lot of the problems come in and, and people bring their way of doing things into a different place and it doesn't always work out. So let's just talk a bit about the purpose. So people are coming to Portugal for a specific purpose, for a specific reason. You made the move more than 20 years ago yeah. for similar reasons as well. Yeah. Um, what are some of those reasons that you think people are coming here um, to, to, to Portugal briefly? There's something that the Portuguese have been able to export for centuries, just a really balanced approach to life, a much calmer way of, of approaching life, a calmer way of looking at life, um, and just a much safer way to live. Um, I think that's what I was looking for as a South African uh, we live in an insane environment. Uh, risk is obviously security is obviously an issue for most South Africans, but it's also a country that is high energy. Um, people work from dawn to dusk. You know, they 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 everybody's in this this rat race. Um, a very similar. I see similarities when I'm in the US. Very very similar. People kind of chasing. Chasing, nobody's really clear what they're chasing, but they're all chasing, they're all competing, they're all in a hurry. Um, and I just felt um, that my family deserved a much calmer way of life. Um, and that's what Portugal was for us. We found balance. Um, obviously, the climate is great, but for me, the most important is that people are good Um and it and it permeates into everything that they do. Their food is nicely prepared. It's calm. It's not overworked. Um, when you walk on the streets, people smile at you. People say good morning. Um, the fact that they're prepared to speak English, if you walk into a place and they realize, obviously, they can see from, from your posture, from the way you look, from your blue eyes, that you're a foreigner. They quickly pick up on it and and they so so accommodating yeah so that's that was pretty much what most people that i meet are looking for yeah i mean it's simple it's portugal the simple life this is yeah uh, this is where it all started um so people are coming over with this wanting this better better life or different life let's mm -hmm. say different life wanting that balance that you speak about yeah. wanting 
everybody that I speak to, I've got clients, as you know, from all over the world. And every one of the biggest reasons that they come here is they always say the people, the people are lovely. The people are kind. The people are, have time for a conversation. And then something happens when these same people start doing business in this country. There's like almost uh, uh, that rationale and that, 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 um, that, 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 the consciousness of the fact that, hey, I'm in a different country almost gets forgotten. And yes. they come with expect what we talk we're talking about with expectations and baggage. And I mean, you yeah. had a lot of experience in the property field, a lot of experience in business in, in Portugal, dealing again with people from Asia, America, South Africa, the UK, yeah. Belgium, the Netherlands. I mean, we're talking almost every continent. Um, where is this misalignment coming? This this sort of contrary expectations and baggage. Yeah. I, 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 I often say to people, the thing that attracts you may give you a heart attack. You know, this calm life requires effort. You to be to have a calm life, you need to be calm yourself. So the best advice that I was given was forget where you come from. That is there and this is here. And that was a really great thing that whenever I get frustrated or whenever I got frustrated, I would always be like, well, hang on a second. Who is the problem here? Is it the person on the other side of the table or on the other side of the counter? Or is it me and my expectations? Am I bringing my laundry from the country that I came from? There's a reason. There's a reason why we leave the countries that we leave for a better country, for a better lifestyle. Um, And that is because we have contributed to where we are. So if... Um, we all make our tiny little contributions. So if our cli- our country is a highly stressed country, people chasing their tails, crime, all of these things, in a tiny way, we've all contributed towards that. Mm. The worst thing we can do is bring that laundry, is what I call it, because it's not even baggage. Bring that laundry with us to the, to, to the new country. Always remind yourself of why you came here. What attracted you? Things are calmer. Things take the time that they take. But so is the quality of life with it. So the benefits far exceed um, the, the, um, the, um, the, the negatives. Um, I find it quite sad. I find it quite sad when I hear people making these comments about Portuguese people. If this was in the US, if this was in the in Belgium, if this was in Indonesia, it would be different. It's not. It's not Indonesia. It's not the US. It's not It's not another country. This is here. And things work. They just don't work in the manner that you understand them. And that's always, that is always a, a huge uh, challenge for people to realize that um, it just works differently. And you need to be patient. And the first person who needs to adjust in this relationship is the visitor. Is the person who's coming here. Um, and that for me has helped me. Um, you know, I've said this a million times. Um, this is the country that I want to live in. This is the country that I want to die in because I want to be surrounded by people that care and live this really, really calm life. Um, you, 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 you often uh, in meetings and, and I think on the podcast as well, you said it's, it's, the, it's the, one of the oldest countries in the world. 890 this, years old. This is how it is and there's a beauty in it and there's a stability in that and people 
the people here are very comfortable in, hey, this is who we are. This is how we live our lives and this is how we do things. And um, for you and me, it's the same thing. We came in with our eyes wide open, like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to learn. Yes. Because if I come with my own way, uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to see my ass basically. Uh, it's exactly. just not work. This, this is false perception that Portuguese people are because they're so kind, because they're so passive that they have no backbone that they have, they can't put their foot down. This is a complete misperception, mis misconception. Mm -hmm. um, I always, I always remind people this. You know, the Romans tried to control Caesar, tried to control the Portuguese. He wasn't. It wasn't possible. Napoleon tried to invade the Portuguese. wasn't wasn't possible. the The Spaniards have tried to have tried to take over Portugal for hundreds of years. Um, the Moors tried. Listen. This is not a this is not a population without a backbone. This is a population that knows its values and will stand up for those values. Yeah. So treat them with the respect that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's another I mean another side and this this is a nice segue into what you're saying uh, the the misconception, and I think you see this on a, on a professional side as well. You, mm -hmm. you 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 are dealing with people that are have got you know own businesses or very high up in their careers, um, have been doing have been making good money in their countries where they're from, these kind of things. And they come to Portugal for the simpler life, for this calm life. But mm -hmm. the misconception is that it's a little bit of a backward place wow. where things don't work, where things are different. Um, this is a very dangerous misconception. Things work here. There are rules. There are systems in place that, yes. that even on the surface level, okay, looks like it's this, I don't want to say third world, but this country that's a little bit stuck in time, which is why they come again, because it's people have time to say hello. People yeah. have time for a coffee, have time for a conversation. Teachers hug the children, all of these little things. But then with that comes these misconceptions that, hey, things are a little bit backward here. The rules yeah. don't apply. This is a dangerous misconception to make when coming here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a... It's a mature country. It's a country that's been around more than any other country, any one of our neighbors. It's a country that has been through all the cycles of life. It's been rich. It's been poor. It's been rich again. It's been poor. It's been through all of this. It's a mature country. It's a wise country. It's kind of the how you would look at your a grandparent that you have a huge amount of respect for that is quiet, listens, understands, but has a much clearer view on life. This is the Portuguese culture. Mm -hmm. It's a wise, wise culture. In that, there is laws. There are procedures. There's administration. There are things that function. And the country that you've become is so beautiful for you. It's beautiful because things function and that there are rules. Often people will come with a misconception that they can arrive here and make some sort of contact or something like that, and that things happen. No, things happen. They take the time that they need to take, but they will happen and they will deliver. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a couple of, um, just a couple of tips mm -hmm. that people should be aware of and should put into place for best, let's just call it best practices for dealing with Portuguese people, doing business, these kind of things. Let's first talk about, a few things that people should be aware of when dealing and communicating with Portuguese professionals. So in this scenario, we're talking about property professionals, perhaps a real estate agent, perhaps a project manager, 
perhaps an, a, a, a lawyers, a lawyers, accountants. manager. Yeah. What, uh, just a couple of tips that people should be aware of when dealing with these kind of professionals. Firstly, I would start with the basis. It's deep in Portuguese culture. The Portuguese culture is not one to rip people off. So don't arrive. You know, prejudice is a really bad thing. We arrive from our countries. Obviously, we've, been, we've had, we've achieved a certain level of success um, in our own countries. We arrive in Portugal and we believe for some reason, I don't know, it's a subconscious one possibly, that we are privileged. You don't have privilege over the country that you're visiting, the country that has welcomed you in. You are the visitor. In this case, in most countries that, that our, our uh, owners come from, they all have countries with issues of immigration. Um, you're the immigrant in this scenario. So there's a certain thing that you need to do. One is respect. The professionals that you're working with are all licensed people. They are all educated. Um, it's available on, you, on Google. You can look. Portugal is one of the highest levels of education, the most uh, educated people with university uh, qualifications. Um, treat them with the respect that they deserve. Be kind, be friendly. Um, when they tell you that they will contact you when things change, be patient. They will. They have no reason and absolutely no intention to try and rip you off in some way. Just be patient. They are doing their job. You insult them, um, which is quite a cultural thing, a difference. I, often people will say to me, "What is the? where's the challenge? It's a mentality thing. When you put your trust in a professional's hands, let him do his job. That's what he needs to do. He doesn't need to report to you every single day. That's offensive. Just like you in your own country wouldn't do that to your lawyer or wouldn't do that to your accountant, the same applies in Portugal. Give them the respect that they deserve and keep checking yourself. Are my expectations being unreasonable? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Because that leads into, again, we've spoken about it. People come here because things are laid back. Things are calm. Things are chilled out. People are friendly. People are kind. Mm -hmm. The assumption is then, well, then there's no rules. There's no structure. That's Big also, mistake. Again, so when we're talking about the buying process, when we're talking about building a house, there are rules, there's structures, there's licensing. What should people be aware of when it comes yeah. to the rules? There are no shortcuts. There are, obviously, I deal with country, we, we deal with, in our business, we deal with people from all over the world. The way that the laws work in many of the countries, um, uh, quite a typical one that comes up very often, is that you can build something in your house, extend your house, build an extra room, and then you license it afterwards. This doesn't work here in Portugal. There are very strict licensing rules here in Portugal. There are no vagueness in this area. And that when you step outside into that vague area, you must be prepared that you're going to have problems. Then people will often respond to me, oh, but I'm buying a house that has got extra construction on it and it's not licensed. I go, well, the law is the law. The house that you're buying is probably a house that's nearly 100 years old. So just like your grandparents would build an extra room on and do an extra thing, possibly that that person has done that. It doesn't make it legal. It doesn't make it legal. So when you go and build your new house, they have to be, it has to be properly licensed. These certifications, especially in this day and age, 
where energy certification is, is important, insulation, um, what impact this is going to have on the environment around us, um, these kind of things. The prop house needs to be properly licensed, so it needs to be done by a professional architect who's licensed for that purpose. It needs to be submitted to the council. They will do the due diligence that they need to do. It will take the time that it takes, but at least you know that when it comes back and construction starts, it's all legal and it's all go from there. Okay. That's cir cir circling back from that to dealing with professionals. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't shoot the messenger. Oh, right? oh, the, 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 the things that people will write in the emails. I'm like, oh my God. And a, a lawyer, a accountant, a, they will communicate with the authorities for you, but the response from the authorities is 100% in the authorities' control. So if the licensing project office, project managers, exactly the same. Project managers will communicate with the, in this case, possibly the contractor. But remember that any change that you're asking for needs to go through not only the contractor needs to go to the architect, the architect then passes it on to the engineer, the structural engineer, the structural engineer then passes it on to the engineer who does the, the insulation um, and sound and insulation. It then needs to go over to, to the engineer to check the, the, the impact that it will have on energy usage in the property. There's a whole lot of processes that need to go on that then go back to the council who then have their own due diligence that they need to follow. Yep. It's not the Wild West. All these processes need to follow. So you will find that in most cases, professionals who have a lot of experience in this area, they will say to you, don't make changes. Don't make changes. If the property has been licensed on a certain basis, go with that and you're going to have a wonderful yep. experience. All right. Um, this is some really good information. I've never said this to you. Um, but just let's unpack this forward phrase that I think people should just maybe apply. I'll, I'll get a bit of heat for this. It's fine. I've yes. got heat for a lot yeah. of things on this podcast. Don't be an ass. Just don't um, be an ass. Just be nice, man. Be nice, be patient, and people will always, always treat you well. Don't be... Using your word. Don't be the ass that jumps the queue, goes and stands in front and starts shouting. You're not going to get anywhere. People are doing their job. So this very often, and I, it was a really interesting in a, um, uh, I was invited to participate in, on a talk in London um, recently. And on the podium was a, a Portuguese lawyer, quite a well-known lawyer. Um, I don't want to mention names, but uh, well-known in the international market. And she, they, they were talking about processes and things like this. And then she said to us, she said to the audience, no news is good news. And people were like looking at her. She said, we are professionals. We know what we're doing. Trust us. When we need you, we will contact you. Until that point, trust me. Please do not send me 100 emails 
to tell me, to ask me about the process, to ask me about whether I've received the email that I did receive. She was clear. She said, trust me, I'm a professional. We know how to do our job. When we need you, we will call you. And I thought, what a lovely introduction to how Portuguese professionals work. You've contracted me to do the job. Let me do my job. I'm the professional. It's almost like interrupting a brain surgeon midway. Hey, mate, what are you doing there? Just, just trust them. They yeah. know what they're doing. Okay. It's a good place to wrap up. I don't want to be an ass, so I'm going to let you go. Have <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to let you go have your coffee. Oh, actually, I was looking time. at My phone was beeping. Yeah. Coffee time. Coffee time. Louis, Luigi was already calling me. Coffee time. I'm going to let you call uh, it, David. That's a wrap. So thank you once again to our guest and thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up and please leave a comment or a review. We always love to hear from you. Don't forget, Portugal The Simple Life also has a magazine, so download it. It's for free. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And as we say in Portugal, Cesar's bem-vindo. Welcome to The Simple Life.